Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. So in chapter 18, we see this great fall of the great Babylon, and uh, we saw this coming with the beast and the prostitute on her, and it now is referring to Babylon, this um, city that has fallen. And so again, I believe is a picture of, of Rome, and then even every uh, nation that is to come after um, that, that, that rises up and, and turns their back against God and brings a great delusion on people. And so I want to encourage you to um, look at chapter 19 with me today. And as you do, do that, I first want to remind you that we just have um, today and tomorrow of this podcast. And then we'll be switching and transitioning into um, the Growing Deeper podcast that will happen once a week. will be released on Tuesdays and will be a little longer than these. And uh, we'll be going further into um, what was preached and the call to respond and praying that God continues to allow us to um, go deeper together and grow um, as we look at our word become for the next year. So uh, keep in touch. We'll be um, releasing that soon. And so as the new year comes around. All right, back to Revelation 19. So after the fall of Great Babylon, Here's what happens in heaven. It says, After this I heard something like a loud voice of a vast multitude in heaven singing, saying, Hallelujah, salvation, glory, and power belongs to our God because his judgments are true and righteous because he has judged the notorious prostitute who corrupted the earth with her sexual morality and he has avenged the blood of his servants that was on her hands and a second time they said hallelujah her smoke ascends forever and ever and then the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped god who is seated on the throne saying amen hallelujah a voice came from the throne saying praise our god all his servants and the ones who fear him both small and great and then i heard something like the voice of a vast multitude like the sound of cascading waters and like the rumbling of a loud thunder saying hallelujah because our lord god the almighty reigns let us be glad rejoice and give him glory because the marriage of the lamb has come and the bride has prepared herself she was given fine linen to wear bright and pure for the fine linen represents the righteous acts of the saints. And then he said to me, Right, blessed are those invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb. He also said to me, These words of God are true. And then I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers and sisters who hold firmly of the testimony of Jesus. Worship God because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So as we read in Revelation here, we see this great marriage lamb supper, the marriage um, coming together with the lamb and the bride. And we see a, a rejoicing, hallelujah, three different times. Hallelujah, 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 for the Lord reigns. Um, and we have this picture of judgment upon the prostitute we just read about yesterday. And then we see this feast that we're invited to. And blessed are us who are invited to this feast. For we know that he is true and that we are to worship him. It says that John fell down at this angel's feet. And um, he says, no, don't do that. Only worship God. I think it's a good reminder for us that we are invited to a lamb 
um, a marriage uh, with the Lamb, and that we too are to worship Him and Him alone. So first, rejoice that there is an ending to this story. There is an ending to come of a great feast that is to occur, and we are to be brought in with Him where we can worship the Son of God, Jesus Christ, and not um, the things that, that bring us to God, not the things that um, direct us to Him or make us feel close to Him, such as the church or another person or a pastor or whatever else. And no, worship Him and Him alone. He alone is worthy of that worship. After this is we're going to see the the Christ on the white horse coming in and we see this judgment where um, it says that the beast and its armies are defeated. And so um, a lot going on in these last few chapters here. Um, the blessing is, is however they're interpreted, um, that we know that there is victory in Christ, that he is the one who will ride the white horse in victory and, and triumph. And that whatever and however these events take place, um, we know Jesus is King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and He alone is to be worshipped. Would you worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords today? Father, we love you. We bow before you and you alone. Lord, we are blessed because we know we're invited to the marriage feast of the Lamb. And so, Father, bring us there um, quickly. Father, we long for you. Lord, we pray that you would allow us to fall on our knees only before you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. 